Hi, I'm Steph. Hi, I'm T. You're listening to Opeti the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Opeti. Hi guys, and welcome back to episode two of the new season of Opeti the podcast. Hi, Steph. Hello, hello. How are you doing, everyone? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Before we jump into this episode, guys, we just wanted to address um, a slight technical issue we've been having with our podcast. We've got a couple of messages to say that people can't see any of the season three episodes um, on the Apple Podcasts app. We just wanted to say that it, it is there. It's there if you go there via a laptop or like a desktop computer, but we are working to figure out why it's not showing up on the app. It could be an issue with Apple. It could be an issue with our distribution, but we are working on it. So stick with us, but you can find it on Google. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Anchor. So yeah, yeah. thank you for bearing with us. So today, um, Prior, so last week we got some very exciting news that President Biden will be um, lifting the travel ban that's currently in effect in early November, which means that mm-hmm. there's going to be a huge influx of au pairs coming, people that have been stuck, people that didn't want to apply until the travel ban was lifted because they would be kind of stuck in limbo. So we thought this was the perfect time to kind of touch base with you guys and talk about going right back to the beginning and talking about your application and how to make the most of it and make it as successful as possible. We've already talked about, do you remember Steph way back when season one, episode two or something was Operation Operation Find the Perfect Host Family. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a lot about matching, but we wanted to kind of talk through applications with you guys because that is the kind of the first step. So there's that. So Stephanie. There's that. Yeah. So how exciting that now... Things can get moving again. People can apply for this amazing experience. It's uh, crazy, isn't it? it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So we're, we're just going to give you guys some tips on how to make a great profile. Okay? A banging you, profile. Especially now, you know, host families are coming back to look for out-of-country au pairs. And you want your profile to stand out. You want to look like a star au pair, right? Yeah. This is so. This is it. You got to put all your heart and soul into your application, into your profile. Yeah. If anything, I think it's harder now because because host parents have not had a personal song. They're really mm-hmm. looking for that special someone, and because there's going to be an increased volume of au pairs in kind of yeah. one time, it's going to be a lot harder to make yourself stand out. So mm-hmm. that's what we hope that you guys can get from this episode. And we went back to our original profiles and we've drawn things from that. Obviously, yeah. your you know, cultural care, your home office will be there to help you and support you. But from au pairs who have done it twice, thank you very much. Hey. This is it. Gosh. Literally. So I think back in maybe late 2019, early 2020, they had a revamp of their application. They did. And the profile. So if you talk to an OG au pair that was maybe an au pair before us, old school au pairs, they maybe don't know about the new application. Mm. so well, I did the original one and then it changed so I had to do it again yeah, right yeah I've only done the new one so oh. the new one is made up of one two let's count them three four five six seven seven sections and then within those sections are smaller sections subsections <laughs> right subsection a subsection a subsection b basically you the first bit is just about you and your life, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, this, ah, yeah. 
Who are you? The second bit is life with your host family. So kind of what you want out of a host family, your host family preferences, ages, etc. Then you have your references. Then you have your life experience, kind of like what you've done in your life. Have you traveled anywhere? Have you lived on your own? Then you have your skills and education, which is basically where you say your like university degrees, your high school education, if you can drive, any languages you speak, interest and personality. Basically, again, just um, this is like a personality quiz which I actually really enjoyed, <laughs> where you, like, pick... <laughs> don't, don't they give you, like, a statement and then you say, like, agree, strongly agree, or whatever, and then I it weighs remember. your personality. Then you have I... your health, which is basically, yeah. like, allergies, medications, you allow, and all your immunizations if you smoke, blah, blah, blah. So, basically, with this application, just take your time. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be done in, like, a rush, don't rush it because you need it to be perfect okay because like we said you need to stand out um and another difference from the old one is they used to have to make a like two minute video (laughs) about yourself about your life um it was awful yeah and now you just have to make like three 30 second videos answering um some three questions which yeah. are three, three set questions. What can you teach your host kids that no one else can? What is a good... Before becoming a parent, like introducing yourself to your potential host kids. Mm-hmm. What and did you literally... put out of interest about the one about what can you teach them that no one else can? Um, I think I put that I like history so I could take them to like museums and stuff. Hmm. <laughs> or something like that I know. oh my god I put um, like accents and I did a Liverpool accent in my video and <laughs> I'm not even joking that is my host parents told me that is when my host dad like, his ears pricked up and he that's when he became that's interested so in my funny. profile so do yeah. a Liverpool accent guys and you're guaranteed a match that's how yeah, I did it it literally just has to be 30 seconds just a one liner answering the questions and it's just so host families can like see you physically rather than just in like a picture and mm-hmm. stuff um so one tip i do like and i think is really important is like fill out your profile as much as you can like there is never too much detail that you can put into your profile because yeah a host family is picking you to like look after their kids so they need to know everything about you and you're going to be living with them you're going to be having fun with them so they want to know what you like doing for fun what your hobbies are so just put like as much detail into every section as you can. About yeah, yourself. there's a great little like in one of the subsections. There's like the interests part, and you get to go through and you literally click on the ones that you like. So you know it gives you a bunch of different activities, and you only select the ones that you like, and then you rate them on a five star system. So the more stars, mm-hmm. the more you like it, and then you can write literally like a sentence. So things like museums and reading and traveling and like cooking and movies and things or sports. Mm-hmm. And so I like that because that a lot of au pairs, I remember in the first in original profile being like, what am I interested in? It's kind of yeah. like that. I like long walks on sandy beaches kind of crap. <laughs> um, this gives you specific things and it, it gives you the ideas. And it's, I find that very, very helpful. So thank you, yeah. Cultural Care, for doing that. But yeah, yeah, give as much detail as you can, as Steph said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's also a section where you can upload some photos of yourself so that host families can see you and what you get up to in your day-to-day life, maybe you with your friends, you with your family. Um, but please make sure that they are respectful 
photos <laughs> not photos don't... of you on a night out <laughs> exactly yeah don't post you with a bottle of body you know what I mean like lying in a gutter like right. after a yeah. great night out it might have been a great night but you know um, don't have your cleavage hanging out do you know what I mean like they need to be respectful show like a fun outgoing responsible side to yourself um, if you have pictures with like kids that are family members or you have permission from a kid's parents to be able to post the photo Photos with kids are great because obviously you're going to be looking after kids. So to show you with kids mm-hmm. is a bonus. Um, yeah. Show yourself. I, I put one up when I was at a pumpkin patch. Um, I put one up with my best friend back, from back home. Uh, I put one with my mom. I put one of me uh, traveling somewhere like on holiday. Um, so just like nice, fun pictures that show what you like to do in your day to day life. You with your friends. Mm-hmm. Just some fun pictures. Do not have your tits out. I remember, <laughs> I remember when my old host family were looking for a, a new au pair when I was extending with another family. Mm-hmm. There was a girl and she was 19 and she seemed lovely. I'm not going to, I'm not bashing her or anything, but they were like, she looks like a porn star because she was like caked in makeup and had cleavage out. Like she just, her pictures were not respectable. Okay. Oh my God. So just post decent pictures because the, the pictures <laughs> and the letter I think are the first things that host families go to so yes focus definitely. on those two yes um, I most. agree and speaking of the letter oh um, what, a, what a smooth transition. what a smooth transition mate <laughs> so the letter um you write it to your potential host family and this is the one that I think everyone's like oh I don't want to do it it took it's- me so long yeah, oh so it's God. basically, you know, you just write a letter and talk about a little bit about who you are and why you're looking forward to being an au pair. Just like a general introduction. And mm-hmm. what I remember being told that helped me is treat it like a personal statement. So if you've been to university, you know what a personal statement is. It's kind of like, hey, this is me. This is what I'm all about. And I think that, again, like Steph said, the letter is one of the biggest and most important parts of the profile. It's one of the first things that families will see so draft it, redraft it, redraft it, redraft it again. Keep do- If you upload your first one, I guarantee it will not be your best one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and you might not think it's that important, but it is, it's very, it, it tells a lot about you as a person. Um, and if there's spelling errors in it, if there are grammatical errors in it, then that's going to show They're going to pick up on it, yeah. Yeah, and we're not, I mean, if, if you're dyslexic or you have issues with spelling or grammar or anything like that, that's fine. Just cultural care can help it. you. Yeah, yeah cultural or, care yeah. can help you. Or even get your mum to proofread it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and even, you know, I would say don't just repeat things that are already in your profile. Like, I like walking. I like doing sports when they can see that yeah. there. Tell them something. And honestly, I think Steph, I mean, I would as well. I would be more than happy to share the letter if I have shared my letter with au pairs who have asked me privately. Yeah. So we would be more than happy to show what we wrote and what we kind of got through it. Um, but yes, yeah. do not just put up your don't first rush draft, it. Yeah, please. Don't rush it. I noticed, so when a host family requests to connect with you, they can put like a little message to you that you can read before either accepting or declining. Mm. And 90% of the families would have picked things out of my letter and be like, oh, I see you said you liked Harry Potter. or Oh, I see you have a cat. Yeah. All things from my letter. Mm-hmm. So it just shows how like, in depth they go into that letter to like learn about you and what you actually physically have to say about yourself and your life yeah um so I might for mine for example I started off talking about where I lived and because I live in a seaside town so we talked a bit about that and the beach and my family then I mm-hmm. put a little bit about what I enjoy 
about people who are important to me and why they're important to me. Um, and then I talked about my love for working with children and the kind of previous experience I have with children in a bit more detail than you can you can already give yeah. on your profile. Um, and then I talked about how special it is to like build a bond with a child and special it is to have a child trust you feel safe mm-hmm. with you um and then a bit about why I want to become an au pair and um end off like thank you I hope I can bring you love kindness and laughs to your family like just a nice don't make it formal okay make it informal like you're having a good chat because Americans are very informal people mm-hmm. like they like to read it a nice flowing letter they don't want it to sound like you're applying for a job does that make sense yeah it, so, it shows your personality, I think. Exactly, exactly. It's hard to get the balance, but, but you'll they, get it. They really will pick things out of that letter. Mm-hmm. And I think most of the choices come down to like things you've said in that letter and things you've, the way that you've described yourself, I think. Yeah. And speaking of describing yourself, obviously don't lie or, you know, big yourself up or to make yourself look better or whatever. Um, but that links very neatly into your social media because mm-hmm. um, when I went to university, I went on a teaching degree and literally our first day when we got into that lecture hall, they told us, check your social media because employers will Google you. They will Facebook yeah, they you. Do. They will Instagram yeah. you. And uh-huh. even if you've got privacy settings on things you've been tagged in or anything, you can, the host families do look at social media. Not yep. every single one, but they will look you up. So if you're not happy with them seeing a certain picture or you think it's not appropriate, take it down. Or, yep. you know, you know, look at your privacy and things like that. But it's very, very important. And a lot of our parents forget about that. And to be honest, there shouldn't be, I would hope there's not really anything yeah. that people are worried about. I mean, <laughs> maybe in a couple of nights out or whatever, you know what I mean? But nothing yeah, too drastic, but, but just be very, just very be careful. careful. And a lot of our pairs um, become friends with their host parents while they're matching or after they've matched before they Mm -hmm. arrive so again you know you've got your host parents on facebook or instagram or whatever so think about what you're posting even though you're not with them directly like it can still it can leave a sour taste so just be careful uh, with what you're posting don't don't go crazy right people will look you up and they do. they will yeah they will oh yeah for sure I would I looked at my host parents when I could yes <laughs> me too <laughs> um and th- I think the most important thing when you're doing your application when you're filling your profile writing your letter is just be yourself because there so is cheesy. no one there is no one better than yourself you've got this babe you know, and we always say that like from the moment you apply through matching to getting here it's like dating it okay is. It's and like nobody dating. is nobody's going to want to date you if you're not being yourself because nobody's going to love you for anyone else and other than yourself, you know? Yeah. So you can't be a fake person for at least can't. a year. Because they're going to know. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're going to figure it out. If you're living with them for a year or two, they're going to figure out. And why wouldn't you, you be good enough? You're fabulous, exactly. babe. Exactly, you're amazing. You've got this, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will say um, a lot of people we get a lot of DMs. I get a lot of people telling me that they're worried. They haven't got a request in like a month. They've been live for like a month or whatever and they haven't had a connection request or they've had only one connection request. I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's normal. You know, mm-hmm. the it time is. scale between like going live and getting your first connection request, there isn't one. You know, it could be a week, it could be a day, it could be a month. It doesn't matter. It's nothing to do with you or your profile or that you're not good enough. It just depends, it depends on a lot of factors, you know? It yeah. It depends on 
um, your childcare experience and how many hours you actually have with children. Um, it can also depend on your age because I know that if you're like 18 or 19, um, you might be less um, likely to get a lot of connection requests because some host families like to have older au pairs with stereotypically more mature or like more life experience or whatever yeah um so if you're younger it may be a little bit more difficult um and then also the time of year that you are applying does also make a difference as well yeah Um, definitely because you know families will be looking for maybe au pairs to start at the beginning of the summer holidays so they have childcare throughout the holidays when their children are off or they'll be looking for like when the new school year starts or something like that so um it really depends on a lot of factors and yeah. it's really not about you it's not because you no. you don't have a good profile or you're not going to be a good au pair it just like depends on the situation i will say that there is a wider pool of families available if your iq yeah. Because it, but what is IQ for people that don't know? IQ it means infant qualified. So you need to have 200 hours with children under two years old. Um, on top you, of the On rest, top right? of the 200 hours with like over two year old as well. Um, if you don't have it worked with under twos or you have less than 200 hours with under twos, you will not be able to work with children under two. So you will only be able to go for families that have children three or older. Yeah. Which it doesn't matter if like you're a good au pair or not that already like slims down your chances of like the amount of families you have available to you um because I am IQ so are you Mm -hmm. and I think every single family that connected to requested me had a baby or a toddler yeah so I so I feel like there is a lot of families out there with younger kids because the older the kids the less likely they're going to need full-time childcare like an au pair Mm-hmm. But like if they have kids that are like at home more, they're gonna need that sort of childcare. So like if you can get two hundred hours of children under two, it will widen your matching pool. But don't do it if you don't want to work with younger kids because younger kids are a special breed. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, one way to put it. You have to you have to like working with younger children to survive yeah. it. You can't just do it because you want more families. Do you know? You know. You have to like yeah. working with babies and toddlers because. Ooh. They, that's what um, I'm saying that's what yeah I'm saying. that's what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I mean there is a lot of kind of like flexibility because cultural care fly people out well in normal times before COVID they fly people out every single week so it's not like you know you can only come in January or you can only come in March or whatever um so cultural care tell host families that they need to start looking at least two to three months before they need the au pair so that kind of gives you a general time frame but on your profile you can you can write your preferred arrival date within a few days um and people and then cultural care they ask you that and then you can work around it with the host families but have a general idea but obviously yeah host parents usually want i think july and august are the most popular times for au pairs to come mm-hmm. um because obviously it's like the end of summer and school is starting and that's kind of what people kind of work on school schedules um mm-hmm. but have a time frame in your head and again with your profile like especially like it's not something you can do in one single day because you physically you can't do all of that information in one single day um and it would never get approved anyway because you have to wait for your references and things to come back but what i would say is that what if like it like steph was saying like if you are worried oh i'm not getting like requests and things there must be something wrong with my profile 
we I think what's comforting to know is that cultural care has before you can match you have to be approved by cultural care they have to approve your profile mm-hmm. and your application and so if there was something wrong then they wouldn't they wouldn't approve it and they wouldn't let you start matching so if that's you and you're worried just think hey I've been approved it's fine it just takes time and I think a lot of host families are nervous about getting in-country au pairs because it's it's they've been off for so long and they're not quite sure if the process is going to be longer, more difficult. So that's why that's happening. But obviously mm-hmm. with the travel ban coming back, more host families are either coming back into matching or they're joining the program. And it's the same for au pairs as well. So I think Steph and I are anticipating quite a few coming in the next few months, especially in the new year. I think there's going to be a huge oh, a influx. Bunch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's going to be a backlog and people are just going to be rocking up. I We've had a lot of au pairs in Raleigh recently over the last month or so. Yeah, we've a had lot. a lot too. Yeah. I'm so. like, where are you all coming from? Literally. And they're like, we're coming from Germany. We're coming from like South Africa. And I'm like, okay, welcome. Yeah. There's a lot of Germans that have just arrived. So yeah. we love them. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, guys. Yeah, don't okay. worry. Like everybody, you're going to get a match eventually. And, you know, you just have to be patient with it. And yeah. your right match will come at the right time. So. Yeah. And that's why they have matching specialists as well. Exactly. So don't worry. That's a good point. If you're worried about it, ask your matching specialist. So say, I haven't had a request. What can I do? How can I keep my hope up? Like, they will support you. That's what they're there for. Yeah. So. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely, um, jubbly. So while you're doing a profile and all that fun stuff, there is also some admin stuff on the side that you need to get oh, done. We've talked about God. this before. Um, it's a pain in the ass. Oh, it's the most annoying thing. But there's like, so the police certificate, like the criminal background check you have to get, the medical letter from your doctor, your references and everything, your IDP, your interest or driving permit, all that stuff, get it done as yeah. soon as possible. The first thing you do, don't worry about writing your letter, go and get your admin stuff <laughs> done. Yeah, <laughs> it is like the worst. I think the the police certificate obviously and the the doctor's letter so cultural care give you a questionnaire that your doctor you just print it off and give it to your doctor and they have to fill Mm -hmm. it out um they fill out the questions and basically what they're asking is is this person fit enough to look after children in america for at least two years and they ask for a list of all the jabs you've had what i would say and i was actually speaking to um i was on a call with cultural care last week and they they have said that they are also saying to new au pairs I mean, they always say get it done as early as possible, but especially with COVID, there isn't a huge backlog for doctors yeah. right now. So literally get it in as soon as you even, as soon as yeah. you apply, get it in because it does yeah. take time. Because to be honest, that is not going to be their main priority. Like they're just going to do it when they have a spare second. Yeah. So you're going to need to get that in as soon as possible so that, you know, you don't, you don't have to like think, oh my God, I can't do this until I've got my doctor's note back because get it yeah. done at the very beginning and then it doesn't, I mean, you can obviously chase the doctor, but it doesn't particularly matter how long it takes because you're doing other stuff in the meantime. Yeah. You know? So it's just so easy to forget. Yeah. I think the quickest thing is the international driving permit. Oh, it's like five minutes <laughs> five at the post office. Yeah. And then your references. I had to chase my workplace like five times to get my reference. Oh, really? So just, yeah, just get those sort of things done as soon as possible and you also need personal references and I think if you're getting getting a reference of somebody that doesn't normally give references they're going to take their time so yeah I think cultural care called my references yeah I think they called one of mine emailed one of mine I don't know but yeah Yeah. just get all the admin stuff done like as soon as you possibly can because it can take time and especially now with COVID things are taking even longer Mm -hmm. so 
get ahead of it just yeah just get it done get it done um and yeah so we mentioned at the beginning that some of you guys have maybe already applied and you're maybe waiting for visa appointments or you were matched with a family but they had disconnected before the travel ban news was announced um and you're kind of just stuck in this limbo uh we get it (laughs) we were literally there uh a year ago um we were literally stuck for months yeah months and we were like okay we're quitting we both thought about quitting multiple times mm-hmm. um but you know it all i can say is hold on to like every bit of hope you have like every positive thought just hold on to it and keep thinking about why did you apply for this in the in the first place like what are you looking forward to when you finally get over here? What's on your bucket list? What are your goals? Um, you know, because I personally, I don't know about you two, but I'm a big believer in like everything happens for a reason. Oh and God, yeah. It will happen like when the universe intends it to. Like if it's not supposed to happen, it wasn't supposed to happen for me in May. Apparently it was supposed to happen in August. <laughs> yeah. You know, and some of the things I've done and some of the people I've met, I wouldn't have met and I wouldn't have done these things if I had arrived in, in May. Yeah. So everything happens for a reason and you will get here. We are living proof of that. I think as well, when we were thinking about this episode, um, you know how I was supposed to travel like a year earlier? I was meant to be mm-hmm. here in 2019 with yeah. a different family in Pennsylvania. If that had happened, if I hadn't had a medical issue, Opeti would never have happened. Opeti would not be a thing. Yeah. And That's... I don't think either of us are ashamed to say that we had times when we were like, excuse my language but fuck this we, we're quitting yeah. Yeah. we don't want to do it anymore but it, we just kept coming back to what was the original reason why did we apply yeah. and yeah so Steph wouldn't have been where she was I wouldn't have been with this host family because we you know my me and my current host family we broke up during matching like we matched we then because then because of Trump and his damn proclamation we were like we can't wait and then then okay well so we broke up and then we didn't break up so it was great um so the one where we broke up um we were on a break um, <laughs> um but yeah everything does happen for a reason and I feel like it's really it's really cheesy but just if you're struggling and you're one of those people please message us or speak to cultural care or speak to a friend and think why did I apply in the first place because it yeah. will happen and things are getting better especially now the travel ban is being lifted in early november touch wood yeah um, and you have the vaccine and like yeah things are genuinely looking more positive yeah and in, it's in gonna be future. amazing it's yeah. gonna be amazing I mean, me and t the amount of times we would phone each other just crying down the phone because we were like we're <sighs> never gonna get there it's over for us now like we oh it's horrible we, me and t like i know we're not blown on trumpets but we had to like we had to jump some freaking obstacles to get here it yeah. took us so long we were both supposed to come like years before we actually did come <laughs> it was um, insane was it? it's all the visa crap and then the embassies closing and then yeah do you remember we used to call or and email Roz our um cultural yeah. care person being like mm-hmm. hey we heard a rumor on the internet hey we heard this hey we heard that like yeah. what's going on and we 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 I remember we used to cling on to every tiny bit of hope like yeah. oh they're approving people with medical host parents we're like oh. mm-hmm. and that was what kept us going it was those things and it was just yeah it's insane and I, I remember, think it's good 
I remember hearing about the first group that went to Serbia and I was like so annoyed. I was like, why aren't I going to Serbia? I was on the phone to Ross like, let me go with them, please. And then like, it just turned out that I was in the next group anyway. (laughs) I was so mad. I never got a free two week holiday to fucking Serbia. Although, guys, I'm going to expose Steph here. Steph, when she told me she was going to Serbia, she thought she was going to Syria. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're not going to send you like, to Syria. Why are they sending us to a war zone? <laughs> they're trying to abolish the OPEs. Oh my God, like what? <laughs> I was like, wait, you're not going to Syria? What's going on? I was so mad I didn't get a free two-week holiday though. Oh, well. Yeah, five stars. Well. I know, but at least I got to fly straight here. I don't have to wait Yeah, you two did. Weeks. Yeah, literally. Oh my God. So thank you. Um, but yeah, <laughs> our point is to hold, hold on. on. Hold on. You've got this. And it, it, honestly, I know... I know it seems impossible. I know it's the hardest thing when you're just sat there, not knowing when, not knowing what to do, not knowing if you should start getting stuff ready, start preparing, because you have no idea if it's going to be a month down the line or six months down the line before you arrive. But you will arrive. And when you finally do, it's going to be amazing. You're going to have an incredible experience. Yes, Target. It's worth it. It's worth it for Bath and Body Works alone. Oh. Right, literally. It like literally is worth the wait. Like I am thankful for those like however many months I was waiting, not knowing, and now here we are, a year later. I wouldn't do it again. Loving I wouldn't do it again, but I love life now. <laughs> yeah. We just love it. So hold if on to, to be, keep positive. Keep, <laughs> keep thinking of your goals, your bucket list. Keep like I don't know I I I did YouTube videos while I was waiting because mm-hmm. it just it just helped me hold on to like hope and like this mm-hmm. OPT helped me hold on to the hope and like just do things that are going to help you think about the good that will come out of it at the end. Yeah. And you know if you decide hey I'm actually going to wait a year wait a year wait a few yeah. more months if you want to delay delay and don't feel guilty for if that. If that's what your heart is telling you then do it Go because it. It, will, it will be your time when it's meant to be your time and it will be perfect yeah and we're so. always here so if you want to <laughs> slide into our dms we're going to be uh, building a bunker in, <laughs> under the us <laughs> we're so you not can't the us. Get us. Oh, no. come find us guys <laughs> um but yeah our dms are always open for anything always. like chats advice mm-hmm. we're happy to share bits about our profile and not for you to copy but if you just want to take some inspiration or Ideas, take some yeah. tips and things mm-hmm. we are more than happy to support because we wish we had something like this when we were applying and <laughs> we just want to share it we want to share some love and share some yeah. knowledge um but yeah so this episode was yeah. us just kind of saying hey travel hey. ban update yeah. crack on with your application i'm so happy for everybody that is now going to be able to fly over here now that the travel ban is going to be lifted mm. um and if I that was me that... i'd be so happy oh my god i would have been elated yeah yeah um and then i'm so I'm so hoping that embassies open soon so that people can get their visas and start flying out here. And if yes. you're going to start applying, yay. Let us Have, know as yeah, well. Yeah, let us know. And good luck with the process and in matching. Head up to our Operation Find the Perfect Host Family episode if you want some matching tips. Yes. Um, yes. And yeah, just have fun with the process. Like every single bit of it, just embrace it and have fun. It's an experience. And it is. Trust and yourself. We hope you will get over here as soon as possible. Come to Rally. Come see me. Oh, don't go to Rally. <laughs> Come to Rally. It's lovely. <laughs> it's lovely weather right now. It's very Come mild. to New York. Nah, New York's been and done, mate. Oh. Okay. She says as she... she says as she sends me. Let's go and do this in New York. When I Let's go do this. Let's go do this. <laughs> I'm so excited to come and see you in like a couple of months. Um, but yeah. 
thank you so much for listening to this episode we thought this was quite an important one so thank you for listening we hope it was helpful we'll be back next week with a very special guest so a very special a return guest a return guest yeah it's a it's an old school guest an og (laughs) (laughs) wow my goodness it's a fun one it's a fun episode though next week yeah look happy wednesday if it's it's wednesday Wednesday and you're listening on the first day if you're cleaning you missed a spot, as we always say. <laughs> Yana, who's my friend, she always misses a spot. If you're having a nap, if you're in the shower. I wonder what people do when they listen to podcasts. Are you in the car? Are you in driving car? right now? Are you yeah. driving right now? Is that, Are you is that driving? You? Is There's that a, a stop sign coming. Stop it. Stop! Check your mirrors. <laughs> That's so uh, funny. If you anyway. are listening to us, I want to know where you are and what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. God, every, I, it baffles me people actually listen to this. I know. I'm wondering if anyone is listening right now and they actually if listen you, to the right. entire episode. If you are listening to me, my voice right this second, yes. send us a DM with the strawberry emoji. Yes, strawberry emoji. Send us that to Opeti on Instagram. To Opeti, if you're listening to my voice right now. The strawberry yeah. emoji in our DMs at Opeti on Instagram proves that you listen to the whole episode. Mm-hmm. There's going to be yeah. someone that just skips to the end anyway and be like, hello, <laughs> strawberry emoji. Next week it'll be like an eggplant or something. Yeah. Yeah. Every, we're gonna do this every week if we don't start getting emojis in our dms we're very disappointed yeah and we'll just give you five minute snippets of an episode that's all you get goodness <laughs> me no we love you very dear we love you thank, thank you. you so much i will be back next week bye guys goodbye and that's the tea subscribe to the podcast and follow us on instagram at opet for more thanks for listening